0: Please stay tuned. You're with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand.
1: Jum'a qadimna ya naaya. Naaya. Rahmat barakat laaya. <laughs> Rahmat barakat laaya. چلو مومن و جمعہ پڑھنے تیاری سے جائیں گے چلو جمعہ پڑھنے تیاری سے جائیں رخی ہے رب نے فضیلات جمعے کے دن فرزوں میں خاص فرزت جمعے کے دن کا رحمت برکت لایا खुशबू लगे हुए कपड़े भी पाक साफ हैं खुशबू लगे हुए खुशबू लगे हुए <गणाद> क्या खूब मस्जिदों में है नकहाज में के क्या खूब मस्जिदों में बरकत
0: I tell you, I really, I really enjoyed that. And I the Kapre Park Saaf, Bihayar Kushbo, both Achihe. Hey, we spoke about Kushbo, people. Kapre says, hey, it's clean, it's sparkling. Like, hey, you use, uh, what to, uh, I don't know what uh, washing powder you use, Yusuf. But he reckon it is really sparkling. And Kushbo means that lovely odor coming through. Not like that. To what we spoke about. Uh, hey, halitosis. No, no, no. Lovely when you go for Jumma, you have a swish of that lemon, warm lemon water. Swish it, goggle, spit it out, and later on, drink fresh, warm lemon juice uh, with the water. Hey, with the warm water, you'll have a lovely, beautiful breath, like the breath of our Mufti ibrahim Smith this morning, fresh from the table mountain, Mufti Saab. Assalamu alaikum wa wa barakatuh And who can't it?
2: Wa alaykum as wa barakatuh, Shafat and Yusuf and all our listeners out there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a blessed new year, you know. that Allah protect us during uh, this year and remove the pandemic as well. Indeed, it is a double boon in favor. We have the new year, Shafat, and we have Juma as well. So what reason is there possibly to complain about anything, gee?
0: Absolutely, uh, Mufti Sahib. I can hear that brothers there, yeah. Can you look look there in Komati Sport? He's telling me, Brother Shafa'at, my New Year's resolution is to have fresh breath. (laughs) Buy a moi, man. Buy a moi, brother. Lack of fresh breath. Okay, Mufti Saab, looking at the questions uh, that are coming through. uh, This one says, Assalamu alaikum. I heard a stepson can be a mahram for his uh, stepmother after the father passed away. Mufti Saab.
2: Yes, Shafat, it is true that the brother has uh, read, you know, that uh, if the father of the son passes away and he leaves behind his wife, then that son, which is also called a stepson, that person will be a mahram. So as long as that female is alive, meaning the father's wife, that does not ever, ever change. You know, it's called abadiya, mahram abadiya. So it is eternal as well because that stepson can never, ever marry the father's wife because the father was already married to that lady and he consummated the marriage as well. So that's why that person will remain a mahram for his stepmother. Yes, in times of fitna and facade, we should be careful also if uh, there's a possibility that uh, the two of them being together can lead to other things, then it is best uh, for her to appoint someone else to accompany her on her journey. You
0: know, you talk about fitna and facade and the type of uh, environment we're li- uh, living in. The whisperings of shaitan is all over, Mufti Sab, in your apps and whatever you do, you're walking and you're listening to the news and all this. But subtly, I think it's even more now because of the type of, uh, you know, uh, social media that we are exposed to, Mufti Sab. and uh, the shaitan is just uh, infiltrating all over your thoughts on that.
2: Yes, uh, Shafat, and we read so many, and, uh hear so many cases, you know, about lewdness uh, between uh, these uh, people who are closely related. So that's why we should be very, very careful, cautious, and vigilant at all times, because it is Shaitan's uh, dream. It is his desire to split families even further and to make us fall into sin and transgression. So, uh, as you say, that we're exposed to many, many things now in social media and all these other factors as well, and people read about it, and that is how he makes his whispers into our brains, G.
0: Now, Mufti would you say that the fabric of society has been captured by the fiber of the (laughs) networks.
2: Yes, uh, and it's a very, very uh, uh, good quality fiber, Jafar. I think it's a uh, fast LTE in 5G, I think, already by 7G. That is how fast we are deteriorating. <laughs> it's a very, very rapid pace also, G.
0: I tell you, this is an upgraded, upgraded uh, conversation with Mufti Ibrahim <laughs> from the Boer Cup. I tell you, you know, when I spoke about that, I knew exactly people that he'll catch on, and Allah bless him. It's a, such a pleasure having you that other end, Mufti Zab. I mean that G. on the bottom, bottom of my, what? 8G now, Mufti Zab. You just said G. I thought you added another, another upgrade to the fiber. You put uh, a G. The
2: G is for Azra G. Uh, <laughs> so <it's> Azra G. <laughs> He's also part of the G clan. for so 5G, G. 4G and Azra G also. Azra G Two. is what we should uh, aim and aspire to become, inshallah.
0: Allahu Akbar. Jazakallah khair for that, Mufti sahab. Uh This message says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. If I'm keeping a qaza fast and I get uh, my uh, menses, do I keep one or two qaza fast? And uh, maybe I'll give you another question here. Assalamu alaikum. Can we eat expensive meals on Ashura? Why does everyone spend so much on this one night? Hey, ciao now and way later. Mm. Mufti sahab, uh your comments?
2: Yes, uh, if a person uh, fasts his qada fast, you know, you'll only be required to pay in that one missing day or two missing days uh, that you've missed uh, when you had your menses and you couldn't fast in those days so no extra days required for that because it is beyond your control. Menses and periods is something that Allah has ordained upon the daughters of uh, Adam alayhi salatu salam. so only pay in those days that you have must. Number two, special meals and all these things for Shafar because it is Ashura, it is uh, Muharram also, blessed month, the month of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, so there are some uh, hadith, although it varies in uh, difference or, or in degree of strength, et cetera, but nevertheless, uh, that man wasa ala ayyali wasa Allah uh, That uh, whomsoever, uh, extends or increases the sustenance of his family on the day of Ashura, uh, that Allah subhanahu wa taala well, make the year easy for him financially. So we've all seen the difficulties because of lootings and riots, et cetera, and uh, everyone is looking for an extra buck to make. So the quickest way it would be, people out there, is to spend on your family on the day of Ashura according to your means. Don't be extravagant now, and uh, don't go bored and put yourself in difficulties. You know, whatever you are able to give to your family as uh, something extra, then do that according to your ability, G.
0: Uh, Mufti sahab, can I only fast on the 10th of Muharram?
2: You can only fast on the 10th of Muharram, but it is just like it is makruh for those people of the Hanafi madhab. The correct sunnah procedure is the 9th and the 10th, or the 10th and the 11th. For Shafi people out there, there's no harm in fasting only the 10th of Muharram, although it is also more virtuous and more better and superior for you to fast a day before and a day after that as well.
0: Hey, I tell you, people, the Shafios, there's it, you honeypins. No, okay, let's leave it. Mufti is laughing at me, because he's a Shafi, <laughs> and he's like, hey, hey you Afro? You. okay, beautiful <laughs> indeed, uh, Mufti Sahab. really enjoying your company here. Yeah? Uh This message says, my father-in-law took the jab after listening to some uh, local ulama. It became like a vegetable after the second shot. Can we hold that ulama? liable, Mufti.
2: Allah, Allah protect all those people who have taken the jab without uh, uh, due consideration, without reading about the side effects, adverse effects, etc. It is done. There is no off switch. You cannot revert the uh, situation. I've read people do, saying, uh, doing uh, cupping immediately after that, but cupping can only do so much also hijama, you know. So uh, that spike proteins will still be in your body and may Allah grant your father, you father, know? Shifa, Kami, also, inshallah. Uh, those people, unfortunately, they have immunity. The manufacturers have immunity. So likewise, I think all those people promoting it, they will also have some sort of, uh, you know, they have being indemnified against uh, any legal uh, things that are uh, leveled against them. So I'm not sure if you can take uh, them uh, or hold them liable, yes, but I'm not sure if you can take them to court or you will have to uh, speak to your attorney about that, G.
0: Jazakallah for that Mufti Sahaba. This question on my screen, it says, Assalamu alaikum Mufti. My dad has uh, just passed on about a week back. My mummy is 80 years old. Looking at her age is her iddat looked at differently. She is also very unsure if she wants to stay in her own home or move in with one of her six daughters. What are her options? How many moves can she make during this time, considering that previously, when staying with my sister, they did have uh, some arguments about certain issues that they did not agree on, Mufti?
2: Yes, Shafat, the Ida the period for those people who have lost their husbands are different from those people who were divorced normally. Uh, so in normal cases, it would be like three uh, months or three periods, etc. Or if Shafi, also be three clean periods uh, for Hanafi and three bleeding periods for Shafi. So all these things are there. However, with regard to a person who has lost a husband, the Quran is stipulated four months and ten days. Uh, Shafat, that gives her sufficient time to mourn the demise of her husband as well, and uh, she will have to do that either in her house where her husband has passed away. But if there is an uh, existing uh, uh, you know, situation like that uh, she cannot take care of herself because of her advanced uh, old age, and she needs a caregiver, and that cannot be acquired also because of financial constraints, etc. Or life is very difficult, and they fear that uh, she might injure herself or some, uh, you know, something bad can happen to her. She cannot be alone. Uh, then only uh, she will then be permitted under special circumstances uh, to perform the ida period by some of uh, relatives or some of uh, children, where someone can take care of her because of it. That age, uh, 80 years old. You know, if uh, she is. Good and healthy in a good condition, then it will be required of her to complete the period in her own house. G. Uh,
0: is it a problem to mourn the death of Hazrat Hussain, radiallahu anhu? Uh,
2: yes, Shafat, I think we've just mentioned now that uh, mourning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it three days uh, for those people uh, you know, who's lost a relative, a family member, and then four months and ten days for uh, that uh, female who has lost a husband. That is the mourning that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has permitted in his uh, sharia. Anything else uh, then, uh, that uh, we cannot allow, you know? There's so many people that are passing away, so many great people that have passed away. We do not mourn uh, their demise. So similarly, we will not mourn the demise of Hazrat Hussain uh, radiallahu ta'ala uh, I've been to Egypt, you know, I went to Masjid al where the head of Hazrat Hussain uh, radiallahu ta'ala is buried and you must see how the people go in there and uh, some of them crying, etc. And uh, all these hulu that they do in the religion. So this is not part of the Islamic practice. We should refrain from that. Uh,
0: Mufti Saab, assalamu alaikum. There is a new product on the market, which is a teddy bear without eyes or facial features. And is market, uh, marketed as a Sharia compliant snuggle buddy for your kids. What are your thoughts, uh, Mufti Saab?
2: Teddy bear. Uh, <laughs> teddy bear, boulder bear, and uh, all these other bears, you know, everything named after Theodore Roosevelt, the former uh, president of America, uh, because of his love for hunting bears. That is where the name teddy bear comes from. But nevertheless, uh, they will make it Sharia compliant. Remember, there shouldn't be any eyes. Or any uh, uh, animate features. If uh, that is not there, then no problem. A child can uh, play with it. Uh, we must remember that Sayyidina Aisha, ta'ala anha, uh, when she got married, she had some sort of unicorn uh, that she played a stuffed animal, you know, unicorn with the horn. So uh, she had uh, something like that. And when Rasulullah asked her, what is this? Uh, she told him, this is a unicorn. Don't you know what a unicorn is? And the Nabi of Allah sallam, started laughing until his back teeth uh, was exposed. You know, he became uh, so happy. So yes, don't be too harsh on them. As long as there's no eyes and facial uh, features, then it is permissible for them to play with it. Gee.
0: Well, the manufacturers of are... JTD you got an idea? <laughs> Unicorn. Hey, no, 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 Mufti don't want any, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, no pay, no, no, don't patent in there. Mufti he doesn't want any. No peace <laughs> No beef. <paste. laughs> Mufti Sahab, MashaAllah, lovely. And, uh, well, you know, your knowledge coming to the fore. And that's what a Mufti should, he knows it all. MashaAllah. Salam, Mufti. What is the tat, tat And where does it uh, fit in the Sharia? Hey, a clayster? No.
2: Yes, Shafat, uh, very good question, you know. So this is self flagellation and causing injury to one's body. So what normally happens on Ashura on the 10th of Muharram? Uh, you will find one group of people that eating and beating themselves with knives, etc. And uh, they call it a ritual of blood flowing, uh, cutting wounds in their body. It is completely haram because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, uh, commanded us to respect our bodies. So a group called the Shia, uh, you know, uh, the people shouldn't confuse them with uh, the Muslim ummah. And uh, their priest has permitted all these things. So that is not for us. Uh, that is uh, for them. There is no place for this in Sharia.
0: Uh, My second wife waived her rights and now she wants to reclaim it. Is this allowed, Mufti?
2: It is woman month, uh, Shafat. Don't forget that. It is the month uh, where women are celebrated. So yes, a woman can reclaim the rights that uh, she has waived initially because perhaps her financial uh, situation has changed over the last couple of years or months, etc., or whatever has happened uh, during the duration of uh, nikah, she can reclaim it. And if you are able to uh, afford her, if you are able to give her a rights back, then you should remain in that marriage and you should give it to the best of your ability as well.
0: Asalaamu Alaikum Mufti Saab. Is it a sunnah to prepare special? Okay, we, we spoke about the special meals and uh, it's a repeat, uh, but uh, yeah. You said you can do it. It's, it's, it's a good thing. Let's move on, Mufti Saab. Can an Imam lead a two Jummah Salah as due to restrictions we have two Jummas, Mufti Saab?
2: In the Hanafi madhab, it is not permissible for the Imam to lead uh, both jumaa Salah. So yes, he can give uh, the khutbah, etc., but the actual Salah. Uh, you will have to find someone else uh, then uh, to read uh, that salah. For those in the Shafi mother, they can have the same imam reading both Jum'ah. You must remember Shafad because of the restrictions of uh, the amount of people uh, that can attend Salatul Jum'ah or any prayer for that matter. I think uh, it is only a few people, 50 or 100 people that is allowed. So most probably many masadis will be having two or three Jum'ah. So in the uh, Hanafi Madhab, a different imam should be uh, requested to lead uh, the different salat. In the Shafi Madhab, they can have the same imam as long as uh, that imam is not counted amongst uh, the actual people that attend the Jumu'ah Salat.
0: Mufti Sabah, what should be done now with insurance uh, payouts?
2: Yes, if the policy payouts, you must remember, you'll have to uh, calculate all the premiums that you have paid over the amount of years that you've been contributing Towards uh, the uh, insurance, you know, insurance is haram in any case. But nevertheless, you should calculate it, and it is the only money that you are entitled to. So, for example, if you've uh, received a hundred thousand and it only contributed twenty-five thousand, so twenty-five thousand belongs to you. Seventy-five thousand, you'll have to give away as charity. You can give it uh, to anyone. You know, you can't use it yourself. You can cannot use it for personal use as well. You will have to uh, give it away because it is interest that is accrued. Uh, it does not belong to you, so give it away as Sheriff G.
0: Is it uh, permissible to use uh, anabolic steroids eh, and look like Arnold Schwarzenegger?
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, Shafat, and then one stabbing in one artery, and then your body depletes. So, uh, yes, uh, st- uh, steroids, you know, creates uh, some sort of dependency. A person can become addicted with uh, steroids. You'll have to speak to your healthcare practitioner, and uh, then he will advise you to which one you can use. And then also you'll have to look at the ingredients, because some uh, actually uh, consist of uh, uh, substances that have been derived from alcohol, and some types of alcohol has been derived from palm and, uh, uh, and, and coconut as well. So uh, those will be then permissible, but uh, that uh, derived from grapes. And from dates, that will not be permissible. So you have to look at the ingredients first also, and then you will have to uh, speak to your health care practitioner so that you do not become addicted to these types of steroids because it can become a drug also, G.
0: You know, Mufti Sabi you made a very uh, telling point there. One stab in the artery and the whole body deflates. So in other words, you know, you like pumping yourself and you know, pumping iron. And, you know, you, when you get through the pain factor, you uh, generally these guys go for the anabolic steroids. And, you know, during the apartheid time, I think, I don't know if it's now, if it's still uh, illegal to give uh, people anabolic steroids for uh, sports purposes. You know, sometimes you got a fro- frozen shoulder They inject you with the steroids. But is it true that uh, the type of substance that comes out is very greenish and like poisonous? Uh, Your thoughts uh, move this up?
2: Yes, uh, uh, two, two answers, Shifat. Number one, many of these substances are banned. You'll see in the Olympics uh, that the athletes will have to go a pre- and post-drug test, especially those people that win uh, the gold, silver, and bronze medals. So they will be tested for anabolic uh, steroids because it gives the person that extra oomph and uh, that extra bit, you know, to outdo himself. And then after that, you'll suffer from the effects because it is a drug as well. And yes, uh, that substances come out from you because it is a steroid. It has been created to enhance your performance and to enhance your, your body. Even when a person suffers from COVID and is in the ward, they give him steroids as well, like a prednisone, because it builds up your lungs. So that is also a type of steroid, you know. And prolonged usage can be detrimental to a person's health also, too.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, be careful, lighties. Yeah, don't go for steroids. Dangerous. Okay. My Christian, uh, you know, this question says, my Christian neighbor passed away. Can I say RIP to her family to console them? Mufti?
2: Uh, Shafat, it is not permissible for a Muslim uh, to make a dua for a non-Muslim after that non-Muslim has passed away. That we should understand you can make dua for them in their lifetime. I saying, may Allah guide you, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring you to Islam, etc., grant you health. So those things are permissible, you know. But after the person has passed away, the Qur'an is prohibited Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the believers amanu an yastaghfiru lil mushrikeen see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that we cannot uh, make dua it is not befitting for the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam and the believers uh, to seek forgiveness uh, for those people who have rejected Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even if they are close relatives after it has been explained they will be the companions of the fire uh, you know so that is not permissible and R.I.P. rest in peace is an actual du'a because you are saying rest in peace you know rest in peace. so I must be careful of uh, that as well you know so now just uh, give your condolences and let it be inshallah and trust the matter to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala
0: the question here, says uh, Mufti Sahaba, your opinion, please. Ibrahim alayhi salama was an obedient and brilliant nabi, but he had an oppressive father, uh, but he prayed for him. My question, can we pray for our parents, uh, even if they are not uh, good role models? Quite a uh, probing question there, Mufti Sahaba. Uh, your response? Yes,
2: yes, Shafat, you can pray for your parents while they are still alive. With regards Ibrahim alayhi wasalam, the Qur'an says, وَمَا كَانَ اَسْتِغْفَارُ إِبْرَاهِيمُ لِأَبِيهِ إِلَّا عَمَّوِ تِنْ See that Allah subhanahu wa says the istighfar of Ibrahim salam, was only for him for a specific time. It is not a general ruling. Allah is only permitted by Ibrahim uh, to make du'a for his father. And you know that uh, in another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains that uh, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salat wasalam, he said that Allah should not uh, disgrace him on the day, wa abi innahu min that forgive my father, he was from those people who were astrayed, so he will come on the day of uh, judgment as well. So, uh, yes, for other people, it is not being permitted. As long as they are alive, you can pray for them. Uh, the Quran, be a good companion to your parents, even if they are non muslim be kind to them, etc. And in that way you will invite them towards Islam. But after they have passed away, then the doors here is closed. You cannot make dua for them anymore, Ji.
0: Uh, Mufti Saba, we have uh, four children. Three are angels. One is a rascal. He is cute okay. also. Uh, find it hard to reprimand him. Please advise Mufti Saab. Parents always have uh, that compassion.
2: <laughs> Mufti? Yes, uh, Shafat, you know, that, uh, that is, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, innama amualikum wa'oladikum Fitness is the Qur'an, your wealth and your children are a test in a trial unto you. You know, sometimes these rascals, they make the best uh, people, the best human beings, as as uh, they grow up, the naughty ones uh, they become the pious ones. I've seen... And I speak from uh, experience as well in uh, many people I've seen, you know, so don't write them off. You have to reprimand them because uh, if you reprimand them, it is a sign that you care and it is a sign that you are showing love. If you allow them to get away with everything, that means you really don't care, you know. And as a parent, you have that inherent quality that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you to show and uh, shower love upon your children and care about their well-being. So, yes, you can be uh, kind and gentle. Sometimes you see, you actually, as a parent, you see that, quality in the child, but it reminds you of how you were once upon a time like Like, we were also like that once upon a time, you know, and if it wasn't for the forbearance of our parents, then what would have happened to us, Gene?
0: Hey, this is a stoteric message here from a listener. Okay, I'll ask him because Mufti is big enough. He's a big man. Uh, he says, Mufti, were you a naughty lighty? <laughs>
2: The- I'm so naughty, uh, I, I, I haven't grown up, I can't remember that uh, I have grown up uh, Shafat, but I have a special place in my heart for naughty children, uh, you can see uh, in the room also, when I say send him to me, and from there we try to make a decent human beings of them, you know, because I remember that uh, I was a spoiled child, and if I... Uh, I always got my way from my parents and if it wasn't for their care and uh, their guidance, then what would have happened uh, to us, uh, Shepard? So that's why I don't write off uh, any naughty child. Naughty is one thing and uh, rudeness is another thing. Rudeness we don't tolerate. Naughtiness, uh, that is completely different, G.
0: Well, uh, Yusuf, yeah, take this number. Yeah, that's uh, Mufti's Ustaz number. Phone him now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Live <laughs> on maybe ask Ustaz about our Mufti Ibrahim Smith. No time. He oh, says no time. Mufti Sahab, uh, this question says, uh, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Mufti Sahab. Wildfires ravaging all over the world. And uh, we see it in the U.S., uh, Greece, but quite a few Muslim countries like uh, Turkey, uh, Algeria, Tunisia, were also hit by these fires. Were they deliberate or is it a azab on the people by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Uh, Mufti Sahab, a uh, good question there. Uh, your observations. Indeed
2: very good question, and uh, it is a sign of Kiyama that we are approaching the final hour uh, people should wake up you know uh, however, these fires it seems to be deliberate uh, people are setting uh, these forests uh, alight you know and all these blazes happening uh, it cannot be uh, it, it simply cannot uh, be a natural also, so perhaps one or two of those uh, could be. Uh, of those uh, fires that started naturally shifa, but I think that people are liking these fires and in that way they are killing people as well because so many in Algeria already 67 people uh, have succumbed to uh, these uh, fires you know so it is a punishment at the same time and it is a sign of Yama there will be major, major fires that so will uh, actually uh, uh, send the people running uh, towards uh, Syria and those people, those places where the major battles will be happening and taking place, inshallah. So uh, this we have to look at it as that. We also more earthquakes, more tsunamis, and more fires and more natural disasters, natural phenomena, so those other things, that is on the cards in the very, very near future. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, protect and save us all, inshallah.
0: I tell you, Mufti Saab, absolutely brilliant uh, this morning. I really enjoyed the... Uh, your, uh, you know, astute, uh, scholarship and Alhamdulillah, your dini knowledge and also the knowledge that you have uh, from uh, your education that you did at, uh, uh, university and so forth. So I've already enjoyed you. Perhaps your parting words this morning.
2: Yes, Shafat, it is a brand new year for us all, inshallah. Don't worry about uh, what will happen in the future. Live for the moment now. Make istifar, make tawbah, be kind uh, to the people out there. Spread love, spread uh, positivity, inshallah. May Allah bless and protect us all. Jazakumullahu Allah jazak Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu.
0: Wa alaikum <laughs> salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu to our Mufti sahab. And brilliant indeed. Jazakum Allah khaira to a brilliant audience, our listeners. That's I sent in all those questions. I really add to a vibey Q and A on a Friday. Yeah, quick fire Q and A with Mr. Ibrahim Smith. Please stay tuned. You worth Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand.